Previously on D&D&D, you look around Fletch, Flack, and Zabbis, Margarine is somewhere else. Oh, shit. I knew it. Oh, no. Hey, Zabbis. No. It's me, the entity that lives inside of your friend (laughs) that you conjured forth. Your, your your friend is willing to let me inhabit him? <laughs> a little oh. bit, for a little bit. Sorry. Yeah, for like a little bit. Temporarily. Okay, warn him that this may hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't tell. <laughs> so it's all good? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's How good. long is it going to take hold? Oh, uh, a little well, bit. Well, 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 miss potentially new halfling Miss Pants Miss not part of Bucket Baby whatever you may be I have my theories of what you may be please share we need to run some tests to confirm of course I'm new Okay. Uh, so I'm just kind of toddling after him and I accidentally slip it blows off of his like slide or whatever he was pouring it on and he says damn it now so, I'm I'm sorry. I was just I'm new. <laughs> well now I will just require more blood, won't I? And he turns back to you holding a scalpel. Uh I... I run behind the desk. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, and he just starts to chase you, and you guys kind of run around. And we're going to cut down to the other team members. You guys are inside the saucy room. Saucy room. What do you do? Uh, yeah, you like the taste of that sauce? No, man, no. Hey. What? Did you miss me? Are you... <laughs> I'm just standing here thinking, like, wait, why did I do that? <laughs> well, do I have the cuffs on me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... No, they were absorbed they into were... you. Hey, hey, look, hands-free cooking. <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> okay, what, what else? Do, doesn't he have, like, a giant fork? You have shit? a giant fork. Oh, look at this. There we go. I got a fucking fork Dude, with let's me. pry that door open. <laughs> All right, no. I think we could do this even better without no prying. I don't want to mess up my fork. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to suggest something else. No, I got it. Well, can you free our hands? Oh. That would be great. What's the fork do? Uh, the fork has spaghetti wrapped around it. The spaghetti has healing properties. The fork also functions as a weapon, like a trident. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, other I'm, than that... I'm a healer, mostly. So, wait, uh, I have a question. Is Marta cold? Can she... I'll get to the point. Can Marta use her ghostliness to freeze the, uh, the, cuffs. the cuffs and then we can break them. Oh, and them. then he can like smash them? Yeah. Does that work? No, she doesn't have ice powers. Oh. She's, go- she's, she's a cold. cold. Right, That's not go. what ghosts do, Mike. They scare you. Haven't you seen a ghost? <laughs> yeah. Oh, haven't you ever seen haven't a you ever ghost? Seen a ghost? Okay. Alright. So get her cuffs off. Yeah. Please. Um, Sir. You know, do you know how to pick locks? What would that be? Does Flack know how to pick locks, and then therefore would Legetti still know how to do that? Oh, Flack no, would have a, some. They have different. Yeah, they abilities have different abilities. Ask, we could stuff. ask Spaghetti Clown to have Flack give let Flack take over for a second. <laughs> I don't know if it works that way. I don't know. Seem DM? to work. One Can we way. speak to Flack? No. <laughs> spaghetti Clown. The, the entity that is Spaghetti Clown will not mm. allow for that now that he is yeah. in charge. Well, we don't have to actually open the door. We can just have. No, this. yeah, I got this. Hey. Hey, gods! I beat on the door with the fork. And I'm, I pretend to lay on the ground dead. Yes. Oh, oh. Yeah, so pretend to be dead. Good yeah. idea. I didn't well, even. You didn't let me finish, but yeah. No, yeah, get down there. Ugh. All the sauce, that's your blood. Okay. That's your motivation. Hey, hey, gods! Hey! <laughs> the the like a little slit slides open in the door and which is lower than spaghetti clown now 
Oh, was oh, this one of his over. buttons? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a scary movie. Hello. Uh, and then you, there are dwarf eyes that look through. They just see like, yeah, body of spaghetti clown. Spaghetti clown, what moves out of the way or something revealing red everywhere yeah. and the uh, seemingly oh my uh, god I, I, <laughs> is, that, and, is that fletch yeah okay fletch yeah moaning in pain seemingly and covered in red red everywhere all across the marble the guard reacts oh my god and the door swings there's a big chunk noise as the latch is open and the door swings open no don't open the door he'll get you oh. reverse <laughs> psychology nice. yeah they like come in and are like, oh, oh my God, what is going on? They turn around, they look up, they see Spaghetti Clown. You have a moment before we have to roll for initiative. Can I cast a spell? Spaghetti Clown can cast a spell. Ha! I'm gonna cast Guardian of Faith. A large spectral guardian appears and hovers for the duration in an unoccupied space of my choice that I can see within range. The guardian occupies that space and is indistinct except for a gleaming sword and shield emblazoned with the symbol of my deity. What's the symbol of my deity? A meatball. Oh, meatball. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Any creature hostile to me that moves to a space within 10 feet of the guardian for the first time on a turn must do a dex. Uh, they'll take 20 radiant damage on a failed, half on a successful. Gonna cast that. Okay. Meatball. Uh, moves into space. I'm just laying there dead on the floor. Yeah, me too. This, this, this is my guardian, Meatball Ron. God <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, let's now roll for initiative. Four. 20. Oh. Yeah, four. 13. All right, Fletch, you're up first. The Guardian, the meatball shield and sword is between you and... I'm just imagining Meatwad. Yeah, Yeah, me too. (laughs) And the guards, uh, you are on the floor right now pretending to be in pain. You do have your hands cuffed. Sorry. What do you do? I'm a healer. Um... The guards are obviously distracted, yeah? Yes, they are. I'm gonna, like, kind of sneakily... Sneak up behind them. Do they have the keys on them? Uh, yeah. I would like to try to. Well, yeah. Are my hands in front or back? Front. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go up behind one of them that has the keys and try to choke them out. Okay. Roll. We'll call this a grapple roll. Roll a uh strength or athletics. Okay. Roll. I get two rolls or just the one. Just the one. Fourteen. You throw your manacles around. His neck, you fall backwards, you start to strangle. Yeah, I'm sorry, I wasn't dead. (laughs) (laughs) Zabbis. It was a prank. (laughs) Can I do, I can't do magic. You cannot do magic currently with your hands tied with these manacles. Oh, I saw my hands tied. I thought we fixed, oh, we did. No, you didn't. Nope, just me. Flagetti didn't do a goddamn thing for us. Oh, really? Because I just got that door open. The door is open. So what the fuck you say about that? That's different. One of the guards is on the ground with uh, struggling with Fletch. The other guard is standing now currently in awe of Flagetti and the guard, the, the meatball guardian. Bow to my meat. <laughs> um, oh, I think oh. just because I'm like panicking, because I always use magic and I can't use it now. And also I'm handcuffed. I just panic and try and... Kick one of the guards in the nuts. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll a, uh, this is a, a unarmed strike. I rolled a one. <laughs> no, no. You slip in some sauce. Oh, no. You, you, re, you, you, re, you uh, recoil the kick. And when oh, you follow no. through, you slip on some sauce like Charlie Brown. <laughs> okay. And you fall backwards right onto your back. You're I unhurt. Can't. Okay. Uh, but you, you, it is a, uh, a comedy of errors. It is now the dwarves' turn. The one who is struggling with a uh, Fletch Fletch roll a uh, an athletics roll. Seventeen. You beat him. You can still. You're still struggling. It's, he can. He's gasping for breath. I promise I won't kill you. Kill him. Break his neck. I won't. I won't. Maybe I will. I don't know. They are starting their turn within the guardian thing, so they have to. Oh, um, they have. Yeah, roll dexterity. Dexterity saving, saving throws. throws. Oh, one and two. They, they definitely 20 fail. damage, both of you. They're significantly 
um, injured by this. They look very, very hurt. The one that you are struggling with, Fletch, um, is starting to kind of lose consciousness now. Uh, the other one is barely staying on his feet. And the one that is still on its feet is going to attempt to uh, stab you, Spaghetti Clown. Hey. Uh, does a 14 hit Spaghetti Clown. Armor class 11. Ooh, damn, you have no armor. I'm a little guy. Level 7. Stab you, Spaghetti Clown sounds like the album title of like some kind of like obscure-ish metal band. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Takes 7 damage. 7 damage for Spaghetti Clown. It is now Spaghetti Clown's turn. Ha. Okay. What's my uh, fork? Oh, wait, what's this guiding bolt that's 4d6? That is a spell, a cleric spell. Oh. I'll do that to the one who's not getting choked out by Fletch. Okay. Oh, and that's more radiant damage. I don't know if that matters. How, get- how long have these dwarves been underground? Is the sun going to hurt them? Are they sensitive to sun? No. Okay. <laughs> they're, regu- they're regular dwarves as far as you can tell. Okay. 46. Oh, wait, no, I got to no, do you that. You got to roll to yeah. hit. Yeah, yeah. Is that plus six? That's yeah. at plus six, yeah. Hold on. Ignore that. Oh, nat 20, baby. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So, what does that do when I hit? It doubles the damage. Oh, it does? Yeah. Ooh. So, you roll. Oh, 8D6. that's why I did make it 8d6. Yeah. Wow, it automatically did that, too. Uh, you roll a lot of ones, but that's okay. It's still 23 damage, and uh, you just you blow a hole in this dwarf. As a guiding bolt shoots out of your spaghetti fork, oh. there's, of course, the obligatory shot through the hole back at Spaghetti Clown <laughs> as the dwarf's body falls. And I, there's a moment then where I feel like Fletch kind of relaxes and the other dwarf kind of takes a moment of like, what just happened? Uh, and then Fletch tenses up again uh, and the other dwarf passes out. The door is open. What do you do? You are all covered in sauce. Zabbis stands, <sighs> brushes himself off a oh little bit. <laughs> uh, and what do you do? I'm glad that worked out because I my next turn was going to be, I just pretend to stay dead because I'm so fucking embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beth, you missed. I tried to, because I still, I'm like handcuffed and I can't use magic. I panicked and tried to kick a guard in the nuts and then rolled a one and fell. <laughs> <laughs> it was slipped on sauce. It was sad. Uh, I grab the keys and unlock their shackle. Their you manacles. are free, Zavis. You Ugh. feel all of your magic oh, flood thanks. back into you at once. Roll oh, wild magic. God damn it. Oh god. Roll a d100. Okay. Ninety ninety nine. Okay. <laughs> oh no. This comes from Philip Bower. Thanks, Philip. Uh, everyone dances to a soft music. Make oh. a constitution save. All of us? Yes. 24. Oh, wait. Nope. That's wrong. Ignore that one. Sorry. 19. Hold on. Here it is. Saving throw. 17. You all are able to uh, successfully uh, escape the dancing curse. <laughs> no. Um, but uh, for a moment, Everybody just kind of dances to a little soft music. What about the guard who's not dead but passed out? Uh, his body just kind of moves a little bit. He <laughs> kind of like sways. Nice. Still s- snoring in his unconsciousness. <laughs> the dead one stays dead. <laughs> yeah, I blew a hole through him. The door is open. You have your abilities back. Flack is flagetti, And you, I imagine, exit the sauce-covered room. You and s- close the door behind me. Ha! That's a good idea. Yeah. And I, I make sure it's locked, too. Wait, where are our clothes, though? Where is our stuff? Not in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Did any of them have, like, a ring of keys? We took you took them. the keys yeah, to unlock the, the keys. Cups. got them. Yeah, so oh, yeah, the okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys are definitely, like, tracking spaghetti sauce wherever you walk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, just, r- just bright red just foot we Well, no, we can wipe our shoes off. With what? The bodies of the guards we left behind. Oh, <laughs> you wipe your feet on the guards. Oh, we yeah. should have taken their outfit. Uh, oh, too late. I closed hey, the door. Hey, spaghetti clown. Spaghetti clown. Uh, it's offensive when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> What's offensive? <laughs> Don't play coy with me. 
What do you uh, want? I need some of your healing. You need some healing powers? Yeah, I need some healing powers. Well, come slurp up the spaghetti. Okay. Roll a d8. And then add your constitution modifier. Who are you talking to? Flagetti. Oh. Can I have some? Yeah, God, give me one second. You'll get seconds. Just like the D&D movie. <laughs> <laughs> D8 and then what? Your constitution. Okay, so nine. Wow, I've had better. <laughs> and then you want some too? Yes. You want some too? Say please. Oh please. All right, here you go. <laughs> Imagine it's like dangling. Right, here you go. Yeah. Uh, you get eight. <laughs> Sorry, he took a lot of good sauce. Uh, you can go left or right out of this room. All the walls are this sheer marble. I, uh, I'm rolling for perception to see if I hear anything either way. Okay. Oh, 18. There is more activity to the left. I hear some more activity over there. Do we want to go towards the activity or away from it? Towards we need, always. We need to yeah, right. Oh, really? I was going to say the opposite, but. Well, we need to find Modron. Yeah. Just worried that we will also find people who can kill us. You got spaghetti glass. Wait it's a fine. minute. And you got your powers and you got, uh, you got height. <laughs> you got some height. You got some reach Thanks. on you. I can see far. Yeah. With that height. I don't like you anymore. Why? Because you're not flack. This other entity. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> In Cedric's office, Marjorie and Cedric are kind of chasing each other. Just stop. Just, I, I will catch you. You are very <laughs> old or very new. One way or the other, I am a, a grown-up, and I, I have more stamina. But apparently I'm older, and I push, I push uh, stuff off of his, like, tabletop of of items, what are they called? The tech, the tinker tool items. Push him off to get in his way. My inventions! No! And he kind of peels off from the chase to uh, collect some things. Oh, for real? Yeah. I'm gonna get that box. Marjorie. Oh, uh, you do have the keys. I do have the keys. I peter over to behind the desk okay. and I'm gonna get that fucking box. All right. Uh, roll. Well, you don't have to roll anything. You no, have the keys. I have the keys, but I'm trying to be quiet. Be stealth or side of hand? Stealth. Thank you. Roll stealth. Plus 14, baby. And I need it. 19. Uh, yeah, you slide open the door. You take the onyx box. Thank you. Or I put that the in black my... stone box. Other armpit? I have flaps. Uh, mm -hmm. but like flaps that can fit a box. It's no. reasonable. It's a pretty good size. It's, it's... A mouse was living in them. That's true. I thought the mouse lived in the pockets. Of my flaps. I have tiny boobs, but other parts <laughs> that have a under, an underflap. An underpart. I have underparts. Uh, the box, <laughs> the, the Blackstone box is slightly larger than like a pencil case. Well, okay, let me look over at my boy here. Is he, is he busy for a minute? He is uh, putting the, uh, the things that you knocked over back up onto the table, and is a, it looks as though he is about to turn around. Okay, I gotta hide the box. You have a moment. Uh, He's like rearranging stuff. If you want, if you want to have a moment here. I mean, like it's not an. Un can I just open the box and peek at what's open in the there? Box. I'm gonna peek. I'm gonna do a peek. There are. Uh, it looks like though. It looks. It's car. It's carving tools with onyx handles. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Margarine panic. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, she takes the carving tools. What does she have? What's right next to her? The desk. The desk uh, is too big. There's, uh, you know, another locked metal case inside the drawer with some, uh, papers. There's a couple other drawers. There's all the knickknacks on the shelf. There's a chair, presumably. All right, I'm going to grab a, I'm going to grab a knickknack. He's got probably like a, a fist sized paperweight. Yeah, that for I sure. can carve into. Yeah, and I need to. I'm gonna carve the word for blood. For okay, uh, you turn. <laughs> Cedric turns around and sees you with the carving tools, and he are you says, "Gonna squeeze the blood out of a stone." Yeah. What? What do you have there? You you don't know what those are. That put them down. So shiny. And I carve blood into the carving tool or into the the paperweight. Ugh, it turns into like a clot. 
Great. Great. Ew. Ow! I lie. You see Cedric's eyes, like, go super wide as you carve in the word. And oh, no, the I wasn't, you know, wasn't supposed to see it. And the paperweight turns into <laughs> blood. He wasn't supposed to see it. Into a big, gross blood clot. Oh, no, Marjorie. I drop the blood clot. It splats on the ground. And, and I pull my I pull my my uninjured hand up in the air, covered in blood clot blood. Okay. And I say, "Ow, ow!" And I curl up and I I I crumple against the wall, cr- cradling my my bloody hand. His whole kind of demeanor has changed. He's slowed down. He doesn't have his kind of like he's not as like antsy or anything. And he's like he kind of chuckles and he's like, "Well, well, well, well it seems." You have overplayed your now bloody hands, Miss Halfling, of a certain line, I suspect. Oh, no. Uh, All right. Uh, what's out the window? <laughs> <laughs> Outside the window is a, uh, yeah, a snowy, uh, you, you, you seem, it seems to be a drop of some height into a snowy path, and the distance is a... Uh, rock, sheer rock face. Of some height, though. Of some height. Some height. All right. So my fucking griff didn't work there. <sighs> How? What's of some height? Will I die if I jump out this window? Is what Marjorie's trying to decide. You can turn to a bird. No, I can't. Yeah, you don't. She doesn't have that cloak. Fuck. That's right. I need the clothes. Uh. All right. I, mm, I'm. <laughs> all right. He's sauntering over to me. I'm just going to carve the word hole into the ground that I'm sitting on. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> like a Bugs Bunny cartoon? What just fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he starts walking over to you. He's like, it seems we have a lot to talk about. And I finally found at long last after all this. Where did you go? <laughs> 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 and you, you just whoop. <laughs> oh my god can he also get through or is it uh the hole that closes, it closes. You, you, you look up he looks down your eyes lock and then the hole oh closes my <laughs> wow. oh my god uh oh. and, you, and you fall into a uh, mess hall full of dwarves oh my goodness you like land on the table I cool. was gonna joke that she falls into like a kitchen or something <laughs> did the blood clot come with me yeah, I like splats. Oh. <laughs> Great. Uh, I'm, uh, man, I've got my keys, I've got my fucking carving tools, and I got the blood clot. What do they do? Uh, there's, a, there's like a pause. Everybody, like, you know, one of them has a spoonful of gruel or whatever that like drops <laughs> comically, and there's like a beat. I'm new. Hey everybody, Gressel here with a few quick announcements, then we can get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 167 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter, or email us at dndndpod at gmail.com. You can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndndpod. And if you want to support the show, but you don't want to, like, sign up for a whole new thing, there's a link in the episode description now where you can support us directly through Spotify so you don't have to, like, sign up for something extra if you want to support the show. No pressure at all. We appreciate everybody who does. Um, but if uh, if you've been thinking maybe, hey, I like the show and I could throw them a buck a month, uh, but I don't want to sign up for a whole other thing, uh, now this is a way you can do that. So an option out there. Um, you can also head over to Beth's shop, bethbyrad.shop, where you can uh, support the show by getting some of her amazing artwork, uh, including uh, show logos and uh, other merch available over there. Beth will also be at some conventions later on this summer. You can check out her website for more info on those appearances. That's it for me. Just a couple of ads and we'll get back to it. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. In the hallway, the rest of you uh, have, which way did you go? You went towards the activity? Yes. Yes. Um, You uh, are making your way down this sheer marble hallway. It is brightly illuminated. You are splatting uh, sauce uh, as you (laughs) are going. What? 
You wiped your feet. Uh, you, you, it's there's a lot of sauce. They're covered. Like we wiped your yeah, feet. They laid like, down it, in it. We're just it dripping. just exploded into I the guess room. So there's a lot of sauce. Their faces are red. Yes. You reach another uh, another split to the left and right, uh, and now you see that there are doors in some of these rooms. There are four doors: uh, two on the left, two on the right. Uh, where do you go? We should at least open up three of the four doors all at the same time. Oh, and leave the fourth one to be an absolute mystery. Yes, that will drive. We us. could have an unseen servant open. Once, it. That's once true. we get Marjoram back, then we can open up the fourth one. That's true. That's our incentive. Can can we hear anything coming from any of the doors? Roll perception. Do you go up to different doors, or are you checking them all together? Uh, all, all together. three of us put all three of our ears. To each door, except yeah, like we, one, two, three, like it's like okay. that that yeah. shot, you know. <laughs> right, roll perception then, and we'll we'll do this as like a help. twenty-two, twenty-one. Yeah, all of you can hear the first door. Uh, the first door, uh, you hear uh, a lot of kind of like gears turning and clicking. It almost sounds like a clock, um, but the ticking is not at regular intervals, and, and there's multiples of them. Um, but it sounds as though you're listening to like a clock shop. Uh, basically, it's just a lot of like turning and clicking and turning and clicking and gears and noises and things like that. Uh, it sounds like time in there. Like it, maybe it's a ti- time room. Maybe it's a time room where we a could time like, room. Maybe we could. What's that? <laughs> it's so stupid. It's where you, you you probably can go in there and time travel. You can see what time it is. Or know. see what time it is. Yeah, I like time travel better. <laughs> Maybe we could run into our past selves. Oh, oh. we should try. Let's go in. Maybe they're in. It keeps <laughs> fucking happening, Russell. Yeah, okay, we got time room behind door number one. Let's see what door, door number two. Yeah, it's starting to like you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roll perception. He has the same thoughts as me. Oh, all three 14. of them are at each door. Yeah, doing no, the <laughs> we keep putting our ears up to each door together. <laughs> Uh, I also got another 21. Okay, for- together you can all hear whooshes, like like an intense, like, like there's something blowing, something really intense, and then there then there's a break, and then there's another like whoosh noise. Hey, and then look at me a break. real quick. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a gust of wind room. Oh, no, it's a that's wind like- room. That's like a wind room. For okay. those who are not watching Mike perform with his body, uh, <laughs> he put his hands out like he was casting gust of wind when Gressel made the voo noise. For those who aren't watching, as in everyone besides <laughs> the five of us. I described it in, de- in detail you? so that the audience would know. So we got the wind room. Come on. Okay, so there's Come a wind on. room. So that's like one of them indoor skydiving rooms. Oh my god, that sounds so fun. That sounds really fun yeah. too. This place is kind of... Alright, what's behind door number three? I like this. I yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's see what door number three sounds like. I rolled a one. I rolled, I rolled a, a six. Three, uh, it's twelve. Uh, silence behind this <laughs> Oh, that must that's be the, the, quiet, the room. quiet room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the nap room. That's yeah, the yeah. sleep room. Okay. okay. Well, right, I guess good. let's check no door number last, four. Uh, last this, door, let's check. Maybe this one's like the gold room or something where there's <laughs> Yeah, we'll hear the Yeah, we'll the hear all the gold the, in there. <laughs> 23. 18. <laughs> okay. Gold room. Gold. Uh, <laughs> um, in this room, you hear a lot of like bubbling. Oh, the bathtub. The bathtub room. We oh can my get gosh. Clean. I mean, the last time the Three of us went on an adventure. There was like a big bubble bath yeah. <laughs> that happened. There were p- dead people in there. Though, there were so. dead people in there. Um, we got to open one of these. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I want to know what's in that like real quiet room. I want to know what's room. in the wind room. I want to know what's in the bubbling room. God damn it. <sighs> it could be sauce. Cooking. <laughs> Needs to be simmering now. Mm. The heat's too high. We'll play rock, <laughs> paper, scissors. And we'll see who gets to open okay, their room fine. of Let's choice first. Okay. Well, hey, how rock, do we do paper, three scissors. Okay, we'll figure it out. I just, right. Yeah, I'll we'll shoot. figure it I'll out. Shoot. Okay. Rock, uh, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, that's, uh, a three, oh, no. that's a three-way. We got to do it again. That's a paper, scissors, and rock from all three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to, we have to <laughs> yeah, describe yeah. it for those okay. who aren't watching. There's only one way to have a three-way with rock, paper, scissors. Okay. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right, scissors, 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 scissors paper. paper. So, 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 Zavis is out. Yeah, Zavis is out. Okay. okay. 
rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Wind or bubble? Yeah. It's wind. <laughs> we get, we're get. we going to the wind we're room. We're going windy. Let's if wind. we can get it open. I mean, we do have the ring of keys. I have... Oh, wait, do we have our... Where's our stuff? Where's our clothes? We don't, you don't have we it. Don't have I was going to use my help to... They're the in the wind room? room. They're probably in the quiet room. Okay. <laughs> they're just being blown around <laughs> in the <circle. laughs> They're getting washed. Everything is a different... <laughs> yeah, they were washed <laughs> in the bubbling room. And now they're being dried in the wind room. And then the, like, gears room is, like... Them. Them. Yeah, it's, it's like a folding machine. <laughs> yeah. I think we got it. We figured it out, we Russell. Oh, God. That's... But why wouldn't they put That's it in the time so machine room? Because then they could just put everything back in time to where it's we're all before clean anyway. Dirty. Yeah, yeah that, dirty. that would also work. Maybe it isn't the time machine room. <laughs> oh. What's behind door number Wendy? Uh, it's not. It's not a, a clothes dryer, uh, but it is. Uh, <laughs> the skydiving thing. What? No, it's not. Shut up. Yeah, no, it totally is. It's inside this room is a huge floor that a graded, <laughs> a graded floor that a giant gust of wind comes up from underneath. You see that there is a uh, an observation deck. Once you enter this room, uh, you walk onto like an observation deck. In front of you are three uh, dwarves with uh, like. <laughs> very, very fancy lab coats, like not just your typical white, uh, you know, doctor lab coat that you would see today, but like very embellished and fancy lab coats and embroidered on the back. You see a lot of like wind imagery and things like that. In the expanse of the room, there's this large great floor that there's a huge gust of wind coming up from beneath. There's like streamers attached to the bottom so you can see that the wind is going. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Um, oh. There is a dwarf in the space of this room who is kind of full, uh, you know, f flat out in a free fall position with goggles on. Huh. Um, and they are, uh, they look to be testing uh, different methods of uh, like different parachute shapes and things like that. The guys in front of you have their backs to you and they have clipboards out and they seem to be making observations. Um, and they're, uh, yeah, there's this, right now it's a big triangle shape that is opened up um, underneath the three uh, scientists that are in front of you turn around very, very slowly and they uh, reveal themselves to be wearing masks. What? Yes. What kind of masks? Uh, the kind of carved masks that you have seen before. These are kind of a hybrid between the fancy ceremonial masks and the basic cult masks. They slowly turn at you and they see the scene of just mm. like gore covered Zabbis and Fletch and monstrous spaghetti clown with your bulbous pointed nose and your purple uh, masks over your eyes uh, and your big fork. And there's a moment there before uh, anything happens and the guy's still, you know, like floating in the background. <laughs> uh, we're the maintenance crew. And we're here to check up your main maintenance on your stuff. <laughs> uh, one of them just like... Look, it works for James Bond. It can work for us. <laughs> sure. Uh, one of them just kind of drops the clipboard. Uh, I guess roll deception. All of us? Nope. Just Fletch. Five. They're <laughs> not buying it. Uh, the three scientists... I, I, I use the fork to try to push them into the... the <laughs> Like the gust of air. Okay, uh, roll, roll an attack roll. Oh my god! You get all three with it, like horizontal style, <laughs> like a cross yeah, check. Uh, yeah, yeah. check them. Uh, Fifteen to hit. Sure. Yeah, you get them. You cross check them over the railing, and they fall into the gust of wind. Uh, the strength of which is such that they they you know float up. They're flailing all around. They don't have a, a parachute or anything stop. to keep them. <laughs> yeah. You see that the controls for the wind uh, are on this observation deck and one of them is like trying to reach out to it as they fall and can't get it. Um, so they're just kind of flailing around in midair. Uh, there is a stairway down to the graded floor from where you are. Um, and it looks as though there is a uh, walkway around the edge. Um, for service or whatever um, and beyond on the other side there is a doorway that leads somewhere else which is one floor hey, down. Hey this will be real funny hey hey you guys go up there to the controls and I run down to the bottom. Okay. Okay. Hey you guys on three I want you to turn them off okay? Oh no. Yep. Okay one two three <gasps> and I stick the fork <laughs> Oh my 
god! Wait, Jay. Oh, uh, no. Oh, fuck. This is brutal. Oh my god, that's so fucked up. He's like an entity of death. <laughs> okay, from now on. What happens? He can't just like <laughs> listen to what he tells us to do without thinking for a second about yeah. it. Flax, Flax learned to not be as uh, <laughs> carefree with killing people, but Flagetti is he's an entity of death. Wait, they're still falling, right? They fall onto the... Oh. And Flagetti kind of like moves around and, and skewers each of oh, the three scientists. On. The one with the parachute, though, like slowly floats <laughs> down, looks at what happened, looks at Flagetti, unhooks the parachute slowly and is like, I didn't see anything, and then leaves out the door. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the door is now open. We're gonna go to the uh, to Martrin in the mess hall. What the fuck, James. <laughs> Jeez, I thought they were gonna fall in the. I was thought that we were gonna have a fun little skydiving adventure. Yeah, I don't know. We're having fun with the rooms, and then you're fucking stabbing people. It's was, not you, though. It's yeah, not you're you. not allowed it's to go to you. a fish concert again. <laughs> <laughs> Margarine in the mess hall. Uh, what do you do? I'm running. You're, you're new. You're I'm running. scrambling. All right. Then in that case, we're going to cut to you in a hallway being pursued by a bunch of doors. Right. <laughs> yeah. Keep you going. You have your carving tools, your hair, and your... Um, your My robe's robe open. Are, oh, yeah, open, <laughs> flapping. Everything's I don't flapping. think they gave me a tie, so we're just running. <laughs> it was backwards, so your ass was out, but Marjorie flipped it around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and no, now her ass is out. No, I like okay. it backwards. Yeah, all right. Just the, all the dwarves. It cuts to the point of view of the dwarves. It is just like jiggling. And you're running through face. the hallway. What are you? Are you on the lookout for anything? You're running past doors. Yeah, I'm looking for my buddies. Okay, you don't see them in this hallway. Great. Uh, it takes a long time to write stuff, and there's quite a lot of folks behind me. Uh, I want to go downstairs more. Okay, you turn the corner, you find a stairway uh, up and down. Down. Down you go. Uh, eventually, you see uh, ahead of you, uh, about 100 feet as you reach the landing on this second floor, is Dormac. He's walking really? away from you. Help! Help! Uh, Dormac turns, uh, and he sees you running, and, uh, in a moment, sees all of the other dwarves. He hurt, he hurt me. And I hold up my bloody hands, my blood clot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll insight. Uh, 18. You can see some compassion on Dormac. There, he, he has, he looks, he looks, um, conflicted. Yeah. As you're running towards him, saying, he hurt me. And he, he looks, uh... You get the sense that he believes you. Is there a door or a nook or a little hiding zone anywhere near? Or is it just hallway? Hallway, doors on both sides at, at somewhat even interview, inter intervals. There are doors. Um, okay, so I, 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 a sad puppy old lady, throw myself against one of the doors and look at him like, help. Uh, okay. Uh, he takes out a ring of keys and he opens the door and pulls you in and closes the door as the group of dwarves from the mess hall turn the corner and rush past you. You can watch out the one of you know like window in the doorway yeah. uh, as they all run past. Uh, you turn around and you see that you're in kind of a utility closet of some kind, um, and you are in there with Dormac. What do you do? I thank him. Genuinely heartfelt. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, he looks down at the tools and he looks at you and he says. So it's true then? Uh, and Marjorie drops the act and says, yes, it's true. Doormat, right? Yes, uh, and I assume that your name is not Pants. No, uh, some might know me as such. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dormac, I like you. I can sense that there's goodness in you, truly. Uh, my name is Marjorie Stick. We came here on a mission to help with the royal family of nights past and I can guarantee you that there's no part of us that wants anything but goodness for your people our people but I'm afraid that we're in it a little bit deep and I have needed to hide my own identity because I think I think the dwarves are interested in uh, my blood and it feels so good to say that to someone <laughs> <laughs> 
<sighs> that's good to hear too. It's, you know, for some time working for the prince, I thought that this was the right thing to do, that this was the best way forward for our people. But some time ago, uh, the prince had a visitor uh, from uh, far away, a an elven visitor who 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 claimed to have some great knowledge or 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 possess the means to access some great knowledge but he needed he needed something and he he said that the prince was the only one who would be able to obtain it that there was something you know special about him and and that of course fed into his ego and and ever since then he's been on this mission to find these halflings with this this special bloodline searching for for a means to accomplish the goal that that elf gave him. And what? Do you know what the goal was? There's a special mask. Some, some mask of, of great power beyond any mask our people have ever created. The elf told the prince that this was the pinnacle of dwarven society. It was the greatest thing that our people ever created. But it was hidden away here high in the mountains and my prince built this whole laboratory near where it was supposed to be be buried to try to, to, to try to find it, to excavate it, but nothing that we were able to do got us into this mountain. And it was said that only the blood of this, these, these special halflings would, would, be, would be able to, to open the way. Now that he's found you, I, I, I guess he, he can do it. Did, did you leave him any blood? Did you? No, no, um, I... I mean, technically, but he did grind it up with a bunch of glass and other band-aid stuff. I blew it away. Uh, his, his, oh, okay, good. Uh, if, if he was able to load that into his, his utility belt, then he would have been able to, to use it to fashion some sort of key, I, I imagine. That's fascinating. He's, also, Norbeck, you're taking this so well. Yes, well, um, I also have... Uh, my own secret. And he, like, starts unbuttoning his shirt. Oh. <laughs> He's got a weird purple belly button. He's got a weird... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's gritty. Uh, yeah, Gressel informed us last night that apparently Gritty, the mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers, the big yeah. orange guy, yeah. has a purple belly button, and no. it's extremely upsetting. He shows it to kids. He shows it to kids. Why? Oh, my goodness. He should be on a list. <laughs> I love him. I love him, and I hope he makes a movement of more... Just nasty American mascots I to rival the cute Japanese mascots. That's what I yeah, said last night. Literally, that's exactly oh. what Gressel yeah, said. Yeah, American dude. mascots need to be fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> we can't have, like, cutesy guys. Mm -mm, we gotta let it out. We gotta have disgusting <laughs> monsters that represent our basis instincts. D&D&D. <laughs> <laughs> &D &D. Uh, no, he starts, to, he starts to unbutton his, uh, his shirt and he pulls it back and he reveals uh, a very simple rough spun... Uh, tunic that shimmers with the same glow as Eldabelle and Berdelia's. Your ah, oh, the light of the aurora. The light of the aurora. We're friends with some people who are in that. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't let you die in the darkness down below. <laughs> Not for lack of trying. Nope, I didn't try. I need you to know that. <laughs> I didn't, it wasn't me. I probably should have let Cedric. No, I can't do that. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's just a little selfish. What? You know? I, no, I think you're not here. I think he's just a little <laughs> selfish. Maybe he just needs some more, like, limitations on his power. Maybe we should, like, reform the monarchy. But that's not for me to do. I just think that it's good you're not dead. Wow. I haven't been talking, like, at all. <laughs> <laughs> there aren't many of us left and we're, we're spread so far away that I, I wasn't even sure if any of, of, of our order made it from it, it's it's been centuries of, of purging and attrition and our old our elders dying off and, and people don't believe anymore but the dragon's real I need you to know that the dragon is real I don't know if they're alive or dead but at some time the death dragon it always existed. Are, are you sure? I'm a hundred percent sure. Then... I mean, it's evidenced in my blood. Then I think you may be able to 
wake him. And Marjorie thinks of that dead-end path that we saw out the window of Cedric's office. The rest of you, after Flagetti's little uh, yeah. murder spree, do you go down that bottom door, or do you go back to one of the other rooms you found before? I have, man. You guys, you guys want to take these outfits, though, so we can be scientists? That's not a bad idea. Take these masks? And masks will help. Yeah. I mean, our height's not great, but... No, I don't... I just don't feel good yeah, right it, now. Yeah, that Why? was... Because, you know... You... You took it a little far. Oh. Yeah, you killed those people, and we didn't... I mean, we probably would have had to. I have, thought we but, were all going to go indoor skydiving together. Is this like a bluey learning moment? Yes, this is our, <laughs> this is our teachable moment. Yep. Whoa. So let's not do that again. What or exactly? Else... The, the skydiving what? onto the fork thing? I yes. think you know exactly, yes. <laughs> He's standing there with you. slowly sliding down. <laughs> Please put them down. He turns the fork over and kind of shakes oh. it. <laughs> You know what's funny is I'm cooking the uh, the shrimp uh, on skewers. <laughs> <laughs> it fits. Can we can we turn this back on so the next person who walks in the room sees a bunch of bodies kind of floating there? Okay. It's worse. It's worse. Is, that, is nope. that same track? Wrong same track? Yeah, oh, it's, it's like, you know. All right. Okay. It's a little much. So, But taking their, their clothes is fine? Is Can we do that? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm learning here. I'm learning where the line is. Better than prisoner robes, I guess. Yeah. You guys can even wear the masks. I don't think it can. I don't think the mask fits on me. You've got one. You've got one. Yeah, you're fine. Let's go to the bubble room. I'll take the mask anyway. Maybe the bubble room will be nice. Yeah. Okay. Let's not kill anyone there. If you pop a hole in the middle of the mask, you put it over top of your nose (laughs) mask. <laughs> Just the nose stick. <laughs> yeah, I do that. <laughs> okay, now let's go All to right. the, the bubble room, room three. Door number three. Okay, you you go back up the. Uh, I like the, how I didn't even have to roll for all that uh, that impalement. You thing. just get, no, <laughs> it just happened. It just happened. You uh, you go back up to the uh, up to the observation deck, and then out the door that you came in, back to the hallway, and you go to the bubble room. You open that door, and inside this room is a dark room with a bunch of tanks uh the tanks Not again <laughs> the, <laughs> oh, no. the tanks are bottom lit um and have bubbles uh coming out from them and inside um are various creatures in different states of growth oh uh this looks to be different. why do we always end up in weird clone laboratories <laughs> Uh, it does. It doesn't appear to be necessarily um, cloning. They're all. Each tank has a different creature in it, or a, a, for the ones that are in different states of growth, uh, at least appear to be different creatures. They have labels. The labels are in dwarvish. You can read all writing, and uh, Fletch yeah. speaks dwarvish, so you can. Oh, that's that works. They're labeled with attempt numbers. Ooh. Um, and you can you can tell that there there it's like attempt thirty six, and then underneath it's like like a parenthetical that's like goblin slash kobold slash halfling. Um, oh, you. And then it's like attempt thirty seven, and it's like lizard folk slash halfling slash kobold, and it's and attempt thirty eight, and it's like young. And this this tank attempt thirty eight is like almost full of whatever creature and it looks very reptilian and it says dragon dragon young dragon slash kobold slash halfling are they all dead they seem to be breathing eyes are closed there's bubbles in the tank that was the bubbling that you are there any dwarves around here no this this room uh appears to be empty at least at present it's Uh, a pretty deep room though it goes back pretty far are there any notes or uh chalkboards or whiteboards with like uh any explanations or trackings of how successful each of these attempts are uh roll investigation i shall i shall do that for you four yeah, Flagetti, not the most investigatory. You like turn around and your nose bumps, your nose like <laughs> smears across a chalkboard and you smear all of the, no. <laughs> all the writing. Uh, well, they're making hybrid creatures here. Did you say yeah. pie-brid? Did you say hybrid? You say hybrid? Hybrids. No, I said hybrid. I think I <laughs> said it, it correctly. I feel like a lot of people heard hybrid. 
Gosh, dang it. Uh, yeah, they're making some hybrids here. Making uh, hybrids. And that seems... Is that allowed? No, I would assume no. I'm going to do oh, investigation. By who? I don't it's think... Honestly, it's making me feel better about you skewering all the scientists. Me too. <laughs> yeah, if they're, if they're doing weird, like... Nazi science? Yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but... <laughs> I rolled a dirty 20 for investigation. You turn around, Fletch, and you see, uh, yeah, on a, another desk... There are some papers and things that are uh, that are strewn about. There is like a log of attempts being made. It seems that they are trying breed a uh, dragon halfling hybrid of some kind. The idea uh, the idea yeah. is dragon plus size seems to be their like theory. That's why there's like you know some of these attempts have goblin go goblins in them because they're trying to get a certain size. Um, they're trying. How are to they getting dragon DNA? I was just going to well, ask that. Lizard folk and kobolds are dragon type. You know, they're they're you know offshoots. What about dragonborn. Dragonborn are also you know hybrids of dragons and other, uh, you know, other creatures, other beings. Um, so, and there are dragons. They're very rare, you know, but there are non. Um, you know, non-dominant dragons, not that not the big special guys, but just like regular dragons some places and it seems from the literature here fletch that you are reading that they have one in captivity somewhere they have a dragon somewhere in captivity oh, oh wow oh i'm gonna take the book okay i put it in my doc what my lab the coat. wind room for skydiving so they can <laughs> jump off the dragon they're like they're <laughs> they're gonna be cloning dragons so they can make a dragon army and then they're Oh parachutes. yeah, they need to know what best parachute. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I was thinking it was like, you know how offices are like, yeah, you'll work 80 hours a week, but we have a pool table kind of mm. thing. That's what the skydiving is. <laughs> the dudes were just recreating. We have indoor skydiving. We've ruined that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, I feel like we learned a lot from this room. Uh, do we break all these things and save these poor uh, beings from oh, the suffering? God, like see if they're still like this is a bigger moral dilemma than we have time for, I think. Yeah, I'm worried breaking them out will just kill all of them. Yeah, but yeah, also, but is, is that, that a good, a good thing? thing? Yeah, that's oh. the question. I know, right? Yeah. I don't like know. Putting them out of their misery. Are they in eternal Do pain we... and being prodded? And or are they going to be used experimented for... on? I don't know. You yeah. tell me. Should we wake one up? Let's yeah, we, wake can, one up. we can talk to one. I bang my fork on oh, the boy. <laughs> Hey, hey, you. Uh, which one? Uh, temp 38. Reptilian eyes shoot open. Oh, Jesus. Oh. D&D and D is a More Park Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D and D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, and Mike Sagan.